This I was very glad of, as you may be sure. And about the latter end of December, which was our second harvest of the year, I reaped my corn. I was sadly put for a scythe or sickle to cut it down, and all I could do was to make one as well as I could out of one of the broadswords or cutlasses which I saved among the arms out of the ship. However, as my first crop was but small, I had no great difficulty to cut it down. In short, I reaped it in my way, for I cut nothing off but the ears, and carried it away in a great basket which I had made, and so rubbed it out with my hands, and at the end of the harvesting, I found that out of my half peck of seed, I had near two bushels of rice, and about two bushels and a half of barley, that is to say, by my guess, for I had no measure at that time. However, this was a great encouragement to me, and I foresaw that in time it would please God to supply me with bread. And yet, here I was perplexed again, for I neither knew how to grind or to make meal of my corn, or indeed how to clean it and part it, nor, if made into meal, how to make bread of it. And if how to make it, yet I knew not how to bake it. These things, being added to my desire of having a good quantity of store, and to secure a constant supply, I resolved not to taste any of this crop, but to preserve it all for seed against the next season. In the meantime, to employ all my study and hours of working to accomplish this great work of providing myself with corn and bread. It might be truly said that now I worked for my bread. I believe few people have thought much upon the strange multitude of little things necessary in the providing, producing, curing, dressing, making, and finishing this one article of bread. I, that was reduced to a mere state of nature, found this to my daily discouragement, and was made more sensible of it every hour, even after I had got the first handful of seed corn, which, as I have said, came up unexpectedly, and indeed to a surprise. First, I had no plow to turn up the earth, no spade or shovel to dig it. Well, this I conquered by making a wooden spade, as I observed before, but this did my work, but in a wooden manner, and though it cost me a great many days to make it, yet for want of iron, it not only wore out soon, but made my work the harder, and made it be performed much worse. However, this I bore with, and was content to work with it out with patience, and bear with the badness of the performance. When the corn was sown, I had no harrow, but was forced to go over it myself and drag a great heavy bough of a tree over it to scratch it, as it may be called, rather than rake or harrow it. When it was growing and grown, I have observed already how many things I wanted to fence it, secure it, mow or reap it, cure and carry it home, thrash, part it from the chaff, and save it, 
Then I wanted a mill to grind it, sieves to dress it, yeast and salt to make it into bread, and an oven to bake it in. But all these things I did without, as shall be observed. And yet the corn was an inestimable comfort and advantage to me too. All this, as I said, made everything laborious and tedious to me, but that there was no help for. Neither was my time so much lost to me, because, as I divided it, a certain part of it was every day appointed to these works. And as I had resolved to use none of the corn for bread till I had a greater quantity by me, I had the next six months to apply myself wholly, by labor and invention, to furnish myself with utensils proper for the performing all the operations necessary for making the corn, when I had it, fit for my use.' 